Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eyes. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. You're listening to So I Married a Movie Geek. Justin Winters and Chrissy McQueen. That's us. Hey, we host this podcast. Justin isn't even looking at me while I do this introduction because every week it's a new adventure or shall I say misadventure in whether or not I will get the intro down. (laughs) Don't you remember last week's monologue about me like looking at you with like a smile and stuff and I'm like, okay, I just won't look at you anymore. Well, I support you, Chrissy. Thanks, Jess. Word up. Word up. What's going on? Welcome to our podcast, guys. Welcome, you guys. This uh, this is... If you've never listened before, yeah, this is exactly as professional as we sound off the gate every <laughs> single episode. We're really good at what we do. We're blowing you away. <laughs> I, 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 can, I can feel it. Uh, but usually we talk about movies that Chrissy's never seen before. We do. You've seen everything. I, I don't know I, how. No. There's things seen. I have not seen. It's but I, in terms of the very rare. the popular things, like Chrissy saw Jaws for the first time because of this podcast. I did. You know, Pulp it's, Fiction, uh, Ghostbusters. All of the Lord of the Rings movies in one weekend. Yeah. So it's been a fun ride, Chrissy. Sure, if you want to call <laughs> all of those movies in one weekend fun. <laughs> yeah, why not? Okay. All those ones we just said were fun. Sure. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what else is going on with with you, Chrissy? You've got bags everywhere. I'm very We're di- here in our bedroom on our bed. Ooh, welcome to our bedroom. But you've got bags everywhere. I feel very distracted on this particular podcast because there's so much going on right oh, should now. Should I turn off the TV? I'm yeah. sorry. The, there's, the TV is on in the background. We've been, we've been watching Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, guys. Yes. Short review. Not very good. I've seen it since probably it came out. So. Yeah. So we got a lot going on. We, the, we have the TV going on. I have bags everywhere because I'm taking the kids to Las Vegas with some mom friends by myself, which is oh, frightening. Let's bring it back. <laughs> More sadness, trombone? Yeah. Because who's staying behind? So... It's funny that you say this because this story... This We don't need to do this all over I again. mean, we may need to. This came up at work recently and some friends of mine were like, well, wait a second. Justin's getting the better end of the deal here. <laughs> you were leaving for a full three days and taking both children. Mm-hmm. He can do whatever he wants. And I'm like, I know, right? I'm going to be so like uh, Kevin McAllister. Home Alone? <laughs> yes. Oh my God, you will. Totally will. Except for your mom's going to be here. Yeah, except you and she are really, really good at vegging out and watching movies. This is your thing. Both of you, actually. Yeah. So I don't see how that's a downside. Your mom might play some Street Fighter 2. You might. Some Contra. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Watch some movies. Yeah. Run some errands. Meanwhile, I will be chasing around two small children in 110 degrees in the desert. So you're welcome. (laughs) <laughs> now I have to thank you. I mean, you were you. Hey, you brought it up. You were like, there are bags everywhere. What's going thank, on? Thank you, Chrissy. You're welcome. The kids to Las Vegas, dude. You want to take the kids anywhere you want for a full weekend? I don't care where it is. I am down. You want to take them to Bora Bora? I will pay to send you Tijuana. Maybe not Tijuana. Anywhere but Tijuana. Kids want to see a donkey show? Nope. Uh, <laughs> cool, cool. Well, I'm excited for you guys. Truly Thanks. am. Um, so what are we doing this week, Chris? What 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 happened this week? We watched three movies. No, wait. We only watched one. Why do you say it like that? <laughs> no. So Your we had withering glance. So here's so here here's the build up to why this movie. So I've been talking about Clue from nineteen eighty five for a, a while. Uh I'd mentioned before, found out Chrissy had never seen it. And there are certain movies. Uh, the jerk being a notorious one from like when we first met, where I was like, okay, if she doesn't like this, we might have a problem. 
So you waited until we've been together for like, what is it, 14 years to say, I'll spring this one on her. And if she doesn't pass, whoops. Uh, I mean, no, not like a serious problem, but like <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China, like love. Like if you were to give this an F, it would break my heart. Luckily, you dialed that one back to a D minus and my heart was mended again, but... I don't know how you have to bring up Big Trouble in Little China <laughs> in almost every show we do. <laughs> you do it too. Don't you lie. You randomly bring it up too sometimes. Yeah. Once in a while. <laughs> anyway. So, number one, I, I love the movie. Um, I'll put that right off you have, the have you Wait, have you revealed the title of the movie yet? Yes, Clue. Oh, okay. I, I heard you say it. Coupled with the fact that if anyone has listened to several episodes of the show, knows Chrissy has a deep love of the theater. Yes. You know, and I consider Clue almost like a stage play. Yes. On screen. Totally. For 90 minutes. I totally agree with that. So I was really excited. I was really excited to watch this movie with Chrissy. And she Chrissy was awake struck. the whole time. <laughs> so first I was like, okay, because you know you gotta lay the <laughs> lay the land for Chrissy. And I said, Okay, Chrissy, this movie's only 90 minutes long, but this is one just like the subtitles from our, our last movie episode. You gotta pay attention to know what's going on because it's really, you know, really fast. Lots of lots of dialogue. Yes. Very story based in the dialogue. In my defense, it was eleven o'clock at night, and I was medicated. So there's Except that. Except for it was nine thirty at night. And... I was still medicated. <laughs> so Chrissy, we, so we watched. I have to interrupt we, this programming to acknowledge the fact that our Alexa is having a rave over. Oh the my corner. god! Chrissy has black mirrored our, <laughs> our house. And brought in Alexa, something I've been vehemently against. <laughs> no, you brought in Alexa vehemently. Vehemently. I did not. Br- oh, I did. Yes, you did. See, you do this. You blame me for everything. No, but I, I thought about like, let's give Alexa to your mom or something. Every time you mention her name, she turns she, back on, by the way. She is, uh, you know, she lives by herself for a good portion of the time. She would enjoy talking. She talked oh to us. Oh, my God. <laughs> she said, sorry, I don't know that one. Well, you don't know her well enough yet, Alexa, but you will. Her name is Kathy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Your mom would love Alexa. Well, she did. So, I'm just so my mom is technologically impaired. People, and she know. went. She told me she went upstairs today to talk to Alexa and ask her questions. <gasps> she did? Yes. So they've already established a relationship? Yes, except she. my mom's incapable of just saying something like, Alexa, what's the weather? So instead, she's like, um... Alexa, can you please tell me the temperature outside of Chatsworth 91311? And like Alexa's like, I don't know what you're talking about. All right, so <laughs> I just didn't know. I, I don't think I wanted another listening device always around me. She's really having a freak out. I don't know what's my happening. Thoughts. She's probably wants to kill us. She probably hears <laughs> us talking about her. We don't have like and the your re- mom and the possibility of living with your mom forever. <laughs> oh, now she's delivering the weather. It, it took her long enough to figure out what we were talking this about. This is crazy. So Why? basically, she who shall not be named lives in a lamp called a soul, S-O-L. And it looks like a, this wonderful orb of a Dyson fan uh, with that fan, just the light. And it blinks blue and so red and it has this. like a color and it can sing and it's a whole thing. So every time we mention she who shall not be named, the colors light up and then she pays attention. But what was happening, what led into this whole conversation is I could see the, the colors bouncing off the wall around the corner. She was just, I don't even know, like having a rave over there by herself. I don't trust her. <laughs> I don't trust her at all. You know who um, else she, you shouldn't trust? What? The people in Clue. Well, before we get to Clue... We, we we since we're only doing one one movie this week. Yeah. We decided we would bring back a top five. Yeah. Which we haven't done in a while. Yes. And are fun to do. Yes. And since Clue is the first movie ever based on a board game, mm-hmm. we thought, hey, let's do our top five board games. Yay. Dun da da Does everyone like board games out there? I mean, I feel like How you're can you not like I was just games? gonna say, like, who are you if you don't like board games? What's I mean, wrong with you? You can just 
I've never heard anyone say I hate board games because there's so many options. Have you been to Target? Yes, I have been to Target. No, no, no. <laughs> I was about to say Target lately, and then I had a, a really sad thought of Toys R Us. Oh, I was about to say, no, Toys R Us, and I'm like... That makes me so sad. Oh, poor Jeffrey. There are no more Toys R Us kids. Anyway, e- even Target, just the game aisle. You're just like, there's, it's, it's amazing. There's so many options for kids these days. Kids these days are so lucky. Back in our day, <laughs> we only had four options. Okay. <laughs> Chrissy? Yeah. Is this important to you, this top five? Because this took me, took me a, lot, a, lot, a lot of thinking. Why did it take you so long out of curiosity? Because I like, don't some... you kind of know what you like? I do, but I had like a at least a top twelve, and I'm like, oh, I got to get this down to five. Oh, this sucks. I don't want to leave anybody out. Very tight. <laughs> with, very tight with my board games. Don't want to leave anybody out. Can't do right, it. We're gonna go from five to one, Chrissy. Yes. What What, what would be your number five board when, game? When I was a kid, I really loved the game. Sorry. It was like this really great 90s board game where you had to move up um, well, a board and that you were a different color and you could go like up this like basically, I don't know what we would call it, like it's not a tower, but like spaces to get to the center of your color. And, and how do you say the name of this one again? Sorry. You can say it like several different ways. Sorry. But what was it about that you... that? really stuck out well when you. you were a kid i mean you it was like an excuse to be sassy basically you get to look at your friends when when you're about to sorry them and you, they knew it was coming like you would just look up at them with the eye and they'd be like oh no oh no don't do it and you just look at them and then you go mm, sorry is that how you said it most of the time maybe not May, I, I had a higher voice and i was nicer but I don't know. It was, it was like, do you know what it was? With so many rules when you're a kid, you know, you have to speak nicely to others. You have to be kind. You can't kick people in the face wh- when they try to kiss you at lunchtime, Chrissy. It's not nice. You have to have. What? <laughs> well, a boy tried. Sorry. A boy tried to kiss me in the in the in my face because, of course, and I tried to kiss you in your face. <laughs> anyway, I got defensive. I was like seven. I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, so this was a nice outlet. It just was. Like you're told to be nice all the time. And this game gave you an opportunity to be passive aggressively not so nice. Chrissy, do you have a a problem saying sorry in real life? No. No? No. Not at all. Good. Why? (laughs) Just ask because the the game's called sorry. Mm Hmm. It's a respectable choice for for number five, Chris. All right, thanks. Uh, I would I, I would venture to guess that my number five probably wasn't a big one for you. I'm okay. just guessing. Go for it. What was it? Mousetrap. My mom wouldn't let me have one. <gasps> what? I was super sad. How That's all I wanted? She? Why? Um, she was afraid that it was some sort of safety issue. Like kids were choking on things, but I was like already six. I don't know why she wouldn't let me have one. But we oh this that is the could PS- be anything but in this a board is like game. but this is the past resistance right because I really 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 wanted one and it was like no for safety ate you can't the hungry hungry hippos <laughs> yeah for safety you can't because kids are dying and she bought it for our friends twin boys and she, I had to give it to them as she their bur- mousetrap yes like we went shopping what? I got to choose the present and I chose that because that's all I ever wanted in life and then she was like okay well this is going to be for Jesse and David and I was like yeah. Because it's my favorite thing and I really want one. She's like, oh, no, you can't have one because it's not safe. Let's wrap it and give it to Jesse and David now. <laughs> this is their present. Like child abuse. <laughs> How dare she? We need, to, we need to bring her up here now and have her answer for this. She's not going to remember. She's going to call me crazy. But I remember because it was such a big thing to me. Oh, you know, our oh, man. Once our kids are old enough, like that's a lot of pieces and stuff. Yeah. But as a kid, I, I loved it because I was like, okay. Takes a while to set this up, but once you do, gold. I'm so jealous. Gold. Like retroactively jealous that I never got to play. It's like uh I don't know. Similar to my love of Double Dare. Like all those yeah. things happening and Who didn't watch Double Dare, by the way, as a nineties kid? Um the scene in uh the the beginning scene of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I don't know what that is, but okay. Pee-wee's big What's adventure. The, no, I know the movie. I I don't know like scene by scene. Uh, where he uh, he has the thing to set up his breakfast. It's like 
like the like mouse traps like that's cool you remember that mm, kind of I think this Pee-wee's Big Adventure is one of those movies that you've said you've seen, but you have it. <laughs> True? I know I have seen it, but it's been a long, long What's time. What's your number four board game, Chris? Scrabble! Low! Actually, not that low. It's on my list at number three. Scrabble. Let's talk about our love of Scrabble, Chrissy. I have to admit, I prefer all virtual versions of Scrabble to the actual like little what? pieces. That is sacrilege. I know, and I know, I know, I'm gonna get feel, major heat feel for them this. In your fingers. I know, but and you need like the the little block to set them up. I get it, but but it's cumbersome because you you know you have to have a lot of room first of all. Then you lose some a of the lot pieces. Of room. It's a, it's. I mean. Yeah, for it's the board and all the little pieces. Oh. And if you didn't get the board that like had the little grooves on the side to hold the letters in place, if you got like the flat, cheaper version of Scrabble, mm-hmm. then you had to work to keep all of the letters in their proper spot. And if somebody accidentally elbowed it, then they all got moved. You're so dramatic. I really like the virtual version. <laughs> Whatever. I'm old school. That's fine. I loved uh, Scrabble as a kid because it taught me new words. Yes, I agree. And and also, um, I think that you did too as a kid, but I, I know I as a kid had a, an extensive vocabulary. So this was like a nice way to exercise that and also a passive aggressive way to beat my friends at games. <laughs> what is wrong with me? <laughs> Very, a lot of learning with Scrabble. <laughs> That's why it was my number three, your number four. My number four, Chrissy. Mm-hmm. Very boy, boy game. In the eighties, Battleship. Battleship. How did I know? Of course, with with a a brother just three years younger than me, uh, for a good portion of time, we had a lot of board game battles. And Battleship is like the ultimate boy v boy board game. True. So, uh, yeah, that's why it's my number four. It was fun. I think it's a classic one. I agree. Three. What's what's your number three? I've been very classic so far. I'm continuing with Guess Who. Ooh. I love Guess This who. one's sentimental on both sides. Yes. I almost put this on my list, but I assume that you might have put it on your list. Of course. So why why sentimental on both sides? Well, I definitely played it as a kid. I remember playing it with... It was like one of those games that I would just carry around with me. Like if anybody would play it with me, I would play it with them. Didn't matter who it was. It could be like the gardener came that day and I'd be like, Carlos, want to play Guess Who with me? I would play it with literally anybody who asked. What's Carlos good at Guess Who? He was surprisingly good. Hell yeah. I know. Bridges the Gap, guess who? Everyone yeah. loves it. And you we, just, I, I see a theme. You like uh, board games with like phrases. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> guess who? <laughs> All your board games can like talk to each other. They're wordy. They're wordy. And But this is the only game so far in my list that is not a passive aggressive win for me. I like being able to say sorry. And I used to win a lot at that game, which is why I liked it. I really like Scrabble because, again, big words, vocab. So I like to win. This is one that it wasn't like any, I didn't have any advantage. I just liked it. And it's, if, if anyone has never played Guess Who, it's when you're on two sides with all these faces. Does your person have glasses? Did you, also, also, it's a huge favorite of our kids, especially our, our, daughter. our daughter. I've been teaching our, our three-year-old son to play, though, and he's starting to get it a little more. Really? Yeah. Did you ever have it as a kid when you were playing? Did you have a role where you're like, okay, we cannot ask for the first question, are you a female? Because if you did that, that instantly, like 95% of the board would be put down in the old 80s and 90s version. Sometimes I ask that. As the first question? Or are they wearing glasses? Or are they bald? That's fine. Those things you only put down like, you know, Do eight. they have a sexy mustache? That, well, I mean, Sometimes what's... you get really detailed. the barometer for sexy? <laughs> <laughs> Just asking. Does he look like he could be the Zodiac? Oh, boy. <laughs> I confuse Brooklyn sometimes with those questions. Yes, but, you do. Uh, that was your number three? Yes. My number three, we already talked about, was Scrabble. Back to you for your number two. Lord, we're back to me already. Um, my number two became a favorite in my 20s. I loved playing Cranium. <gasps> I think I've played Cranium once. You got to educate me on Cranium again. Oh, do we have man. Cranium? Yeah, we do. We have a closet full of board games. At least we should. I-, I bought it at least once. Which, by the way, 
this is crazy that we're talking about this now because just this week your mom was like, why do you guys have the board games down here and not upstairs? I'm like, because we usually don't play them. For anybody who's listening it's to this central, podcast. central location. Well, hold on. For anybody who's listening to this podcast, my mom like semi lives with us. She has her own place, but she stays here a lot because she doesn't have air conditioning. It's been a hundred and thousand degrees. Yeah, exactly. Here. And we have the game closet in her room. So this isn't like an arbitrary, she's walking into our house and telling us where we can have games. She's like, can't you put them somewhere else? Because like, this is the one room that's hers. So we don't often go in there. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying, I'm explaining the context. Anyway, um, Cranium is... Oh, it's such a fun game. Quickly explain. So you have to, it's it's a team game. Unfortunately, you cannot play Cranium with just like you and I. You have at least four people. Oh, yeah. that's harder. I know. And then there are, so there's a board game component, and then there are different categories that you can play. Like one, How dare a board game not allow two players? That's dumb. I know, but this is more fun. Like, there's just more to do, you know? And depending on what category you roll, there it, it plays to different players' strengths. Like, I'm not a good artist. I'm just not. And so whenever we would get into that, that like that was what we would roll and it was the art round i'm like okay like ah if it's me what are we gonna do but if it were uh, if it was the um gosh what the fuck what it's called the word something it's the, the anyway the wordy category then that was like my category and it's so funny do you know how like um what's the game oh i don't want to say it in case it's on your list let me rephrase do you know the games that you play as an adult that just make you double over with laughter because they're ridiculous and yes. they can go off the rails? Yes. Cranium can go off the rails. Cool. Which is what makes it fun when you're playing with theater people to, at I midnight. I play it again. Yeah. I will play it again soon. Do it. Uh, my number two, we're getting up here. Like, oh, this gosh. is like, like deep in your heart type stuff. Mm-hmm. My number two, I love trivia, Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. You a fan of Trivial Pursuit? Yeah. Again, this is one more I played online, but I think that you, this is, this is, also, this is up your this alley. This is also one that has many different forms and versions, you know? Yes. Have like movie Trivial Pursuit. Trivial Pursuit Star, is always... Star Trek Trivial Pursuit. True. For me, it's always that game that I forget I know how to play. Somebody says, let's play Trivial Pursuit. It's like a movie that I've seen 20 times, but forget I've seen. And I go, uh, what do I play again? Uh, similar to Scrabble teaching you how you know new words and stuff back before the interwebs guys <laughs> uh, in the Flintstone era Scrabble was a way to, to learn new things because you know we didn't have Google just to ask or Alexa why are you summoning her it's because you can just ask her anything anyway so Trivial Pursuit was like oh I didn't know that you know true I didn't go to the microfiche of the library to learn these I these facts. loved microfiche, by the way. I thought microfiche was so <laughs> that sounds cool. That scary. Why? Because it's always like, you know. Somebody's si- looking for a murderer? People si- solving a murder <laughs> or finding a serial killer no, or something. No, for me, you know, so I, I have a weird thing for natural disasters. And so I would like Here look up, go. I would just look up old natural disasters and like old microfiche newspapers. And, and, and I would like read the headlines and like what happened. This is great. It's <laughs> true. How many people died? <laughs> the only when you when you say that you did that, the only other person that popped in my head randomly was the Titanic historian. What's his name? <laughs> um, Don. Don. He got. It. He was a consultant on the movie Titanic. <laughs> The ultimate historian, Don. Did you ever tell me his last name? I forgot it now. I have to look it up again. Oh, it's killing me. Oh, he's got so so much knowledge. I'm going to find out right now. All right. This is big, Chris. Yes. We've only got one left on each side, right? I know. Okay. We're here. You, you go first. What if we have the same number one? We might because we haven't said it. <gasps> Should we say it at the same time? Okay. No, you say yours no, first. No, no, no. Let's say it together. No, because what if it's different? Then it'll be different. No, you, you just tell me. No. Go first. No, now I want to say it at the same time. All right, let's do it at the same okay, time. Ready? On, after three. One, One two, two, three. three. Monopoly. Uh, Damn. <laughs> so you go Monopoly. Yeah. I go the game of life. Oh, really? Yes. Although I love Monopoly, mm-hmm. my problem as a kid is everyone always quit against me in Monopoly. Yeah, me too. It, it's a game that takes forever to play. And then 
there's just a lot of kids that's just like, oh, this takes too long, you know. It involves counting and strategery. Strategery. So they would just quit, and I was just like, oh, I hate playing this game with people. They just quit. Were you good at Monopoly? Uh, I think it was like average. I think it was okay. Nice. His name was Don Lynch, by the way. Don Lynch, a patriot. Uh, while the game of life, I always loved as a kid because I was like, oh man, this is just like rolling the dice on like my future. So I have my like, <laughs> little my my little car, and I'm like w- winding around. I'm like, oh, I gotta get two cars because I got ten kids. Oh, but God. then I'd be saddled like the worst job, and I'm like, oh, I can't work this out. My life. My life is terrible. When you, when and then you get to the end, you're like, you live in a shack. And I'm like, no, I've got two cars and 10 kids and no money. Did you play MASH a lot when you were a kid? Uh, Yes. Life is just like the extended board game version of MASH. Ooh, very, very, very good and, and apt. Thanks. I loved MASH. MASH was fun. But, but you don't like the game of life. Oh, no, I do like it. I didn't play life until I was well into middle school. Like, I didn't... It wasn't the game that, like, my friends really played very often. Oh. Because you grew up with, a lot, like, a lot of privileged children. They're like, what is this? What the hell does I that have mean? To, I have to be a... <laughs> oh, we must all play Scrabble and Sorry at the private school. <laughs> <laughs> there is no life at Pinecrest. They, they have their like own like <laughs> living version of the board game in their backyards. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go play the game of life, mother. I have my own car and my own mansion. I've already won. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was probably dumb of me, but that's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I like the game of life. Uh, you know, I don't know. It, it was weird. We've got it downstairs. I'm ready to uh, introduce the kid. I need to introduce our, our daughter to Are it. you going to give them like the cold hard facts of it though? Be like, so remember, in this game, you get to like just roll the dice and make some money. And look at that. You have a car and kids. But in real life. Yeah. <laughs> in real life, you, you, you have no time to yourself. In real life, when you decide to go to the college route, it's going to cost you seven times as much as it does in the board game. Your body is slowly breaking down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what they need. They need like the real life version. I'm sure there's got to be somebody that's done that before. Oh, of course. (laughs) There has to be. (laughs) You're fucked. Go back 10 spaces. You know? Oh no, you graduated in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your cousin wants your cousin's asking for a loan. Subtract $500 from your checking account. That's dumb. <laughs> that was dumb. I'm your sorry. Your cousin's asking for a loan. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Anyway, uh those those are our top five board games. Monopoly. Monopoly. <laughs> Hit us up. Tell us your your guys' favorite board games. I'm sure there's several. Uh I, I mean I had honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Uh Clue, which by the way, mm-hmm. not only did I find out that Chrissy had never seen the movie Clue, yeah. she's never even played the board game. I know. I was gonna say I can't commiserate I like, with you on this one. I, if I would have known sooner, I would have just gotten the board game and we could have just played it right because I'm like so none of this makes sense. I mean, I knew that like... So not only did Chrissy like stay awake for half the movie, like she's never played the board game, so all the references and stuff were just which like, is Which is... The, exactly. So and that's probably also partly why I had a hard time, you know, staying awake because I'm like, okay. That's not the reason. I know it's not. Uh, I, <laughs> I also, was drugged. Uh, I had Connect Four. I love Connect Four. Operation, which we have. It's okay. Uh... Candyland when Candy I was really Land was great really when young. I was a, like a tiny top. Shoots and ladders, which we also have. Yes. Don't break the ice. Did you have that game? I didn't. You know the one I'm talking about. Yes. We have like the hammer. Yeah, I did not have that game. Did you like beat the fuck out of the ice? Mm-hmm. And you try to I've heard fall. of it. Yeah. Jenga. Do you consider Jenga a board game? Yeah. Well, I know, not a board game. I do love Jenga though. And then uh Do you, you have did you have Yahtzee? I I didn't I mean I played Yahtzee before. There's another phrase. Because you just like saying phrases. <laughs> Yahtzee. Yahtzee. Sorry. <laughs> Guess who? 
That's really uh, funny. Deep cut uh Farba, fa- far- what? <laughs> Fireball Island. Do you, did you did you ever never this even game? heard of that? Yeah. No. It was like you're like climbing up this island and like a volcano of fireballs like rains down upon oh, you and no. like comes <laughs> knocks you over. No. It was seriously cool, guys. Check you, it out. You Fireball didn't mention Island. you didn't mention Uno. I love Uno. That's not a board game, it's a card game. Well, Dude, we say, we'll save our top five card games for another time. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> oh, we got to talk about this movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so again, at the top of the show, I explained why, but now that we're here. So, the movie we watched was, again, from 1985. It's called Clue. Every person in this room has the perfect motive. Stand back! For murder. What do you mean? murder but only one of these suspects is the murderer is it the timid mr green why are you screaming because i'm right out what screaming or the militant colonel mustard oh, if i was the killer i would kill you next huh I said if if mrs white who helped her husband on his way what's the matter of life after death now that he's dead, I have a life. Miss Scarlet, who's helped many men along the way. Practice makes perfect. Huh. Professor Plum, who's looking for a way. I'm looking, I'm looking. Mrs. Peacock. I have absolutely no idea what we're doing here, but I am determined to enjoy myself. Or did the butler do it? No. 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 Paramount Pictures invites you to an evening of mystery. This is getting quite serious. And madness. In the movie that makes a scene of the crime. Clue. It's not just a game anymore. Yay! What's the yay for, Chris? Clue! (laughs) So again, I had a love for this movie since I was a little kid, which I'll explain. But also, Chrissy, huge theater fan. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, know that you love Noises Off. Yes. And I was like, so when you said you hadn't seen Clue, I was like, what? This is a movie that is tailor-made for Chrissy. Yes. What did you think of the 60% of Clue that you saw? <laughs> Shut up. So, first of all, you you stole the Noises Off reference right out from under me because that is, if you've seen Noises Off, then you, in a way, have seen Clue. It's well, the no, funniest part about it's that is you're like this is like noises off and that was on the second night that we were watching the movie which we'd already s- supposedly seen half of it and wait. so when you said that I was like wait a minute where have you <laughs> where have you been wait what do you mean it was on we had already watched half the movie yeah and so like fifty minutes of the fifty minutes into the movie supposedly assuming that you'd seen the first oh half, that I declared like, that. This is just this, this reminds me of Noises Off. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> yeah. No, it, it it's it's perfect in terms of the the farcical nature. It, it's something that could so easily work on stage as well as it does on 100%. screen. 100 percent Yes. Um and, and and it's I don't know how to describe this. There's a certain quality of a good old school farce that doesn't seem to exist nowadays, especially in film. Still exists to an extent on stage, but usually it's from a show that was written 20, 30 years ago and is revived, but not on on screen. And usually I, I'm shitting on you for these 80s movies, and I'm sorry. Gross. C- c- well, <laughs> not literally. <laughs> The All things right. I go through for this podcast, guys, you have no idea. Everybody's like, why don't you guys do this on YouTube? I'm like, no, let's not do that. No, let's definitely not do that. Poo poo over here. Shiza. Anyway, um, but this was like an excellent choice out of the 80s. When I think of good 80s movies, I think of this. I think of Noises Off. I think of great farces. And um, and one of the ingredients in 
a fantastic farce is a good ensemble cast. Oh my god! Oh my god! They're oh so good. God. They're all so good. They just so good. Oh, by the way, I didn't even read the log line. I was so excited about. I know. This one. So number one, if you guys have never seen Clue, I highly, highly recommend it. Do it. I heard this was on Netflix, but I didn't check. Oh, it's got it. It's streaming. We watched it on no, no, Hulu. it's on Hulu. We saw it on Hulu. We saw it on Hulu. The log line for this one is six guests are invited to a strange house and must cooperate with the staff to solve a murder mystery. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so this movie was directed by Jonathan Lynn, who also directed uh, a few movies I I love to like. Um, love to like. I love My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> uh, Sergeant Bilko, I think, is an interesting film. And The Whole Nine Yards is is something. With uh, you seen that one? With uh, Chandler Bing. Oh, yeah, Matthew yeah, Perry. yeah. Uh, and it was also written by Jonathan Lynn from a story by John Landis. And so you were talking about this cast. Yes. So number one, that that's the number one thing about this movie. Right. Like they struck gold, like gold. It's yeah. like alchemy with the, the players they have here. So at the top of my list, you have one person. Yes. Should we say it at the same time? Okay. No, After you, three again. No, you go first. <laughs> we're doing we're this just, again? No, I'm just kidding. Go. Tim Curry. Yes amazing yeah this so movie so this movie is 90 minutes long but the script is probably like 130 pages <laughs> because a lot of it is just so i mean it's already almost like a stage play so it goes yes. fast but tim curry several times during this movie is going so fast mm -hmm. luckily for chrissy when i found out that you had slept through a portion of this i'm like this is the perfect movie to do that for because the last 35 percent of this movie is he recounting Everything that happened. Everything that's already happened. Right? And and the, the in, a, in an amazingly entertaining fashion. And I didn't say this out loud to you, but I had a couple of thoughts while watching him do this. Um my my primary knee jerk is like, holy shit, he's awesome. I mean, just look at him. And, and it's it's not all one shot, but it, I mean, it it looks like it. The way he just goes from one room to the other, doesn't skip a beat, goes straight to his lines, you know, con convincingly and Every single line in this show, and see, it's a show to me, it's not even a movie, it is written in fast-paced, madcap, alliterative fashion. You can tell that he's got musical theater skills. Yes. Because of, I mean, he's almost singing. Like it's, yes, it's it, musical. It, it is literally musical, the way he, he, the way he does this it. This is him in his prime, too. Like, yeah. this Rocky Horror Picture Show... And Annie, him and Annie oh, as a kid, yeah. those three were like top shelf Curry for me. I mean, he's been an amazing in several other things, but as a kid, I was like, this guy is super, super talented. Do you know what it's like if, if anybody follows theater or dance out there? It's like watching Good Rhythm Tap, where there's a syncopation, and then the syncopation is in the pocket, and it finds its groove, and then it just goes to town. And that's exactly what he did. And you're following, but it's like you can't. You can't keep up in a way. How do I describe this? It's you're watching and you're like, I need to see this again and again and again. Like, I want to pause, rewind, pause, rewind, pause, rewind to get all that he's saying because it's dense. So he he's like number one in this movie, but right, I would say almost one B to him. Yeah, is someone who I'm everything she says. I, I laughed. Yeah. Was uh, Madeline Kahn. Oh, yeah. She was really great, too. Oh, my God, Chrissy. Oh, my God. You Have you seen uh, was she Blazing Saddles? No. I haven't seen it. Oh, we got to do a Madeline Kahn fest, man. Cool. She's, this might be the first thing I've seen her in. She's great. So she he, he plays Wadsworth. Yes. She plays Mrs. Mrs. White. And every, every person in this movie has, like, their own backstory oh yeah their own like fully fleshed out character it's be it's and, beyond a character analysis and the, and the joy of this movie <laughs> is just having them bounce off each other yeah but by the way did you ever have to do that when you were like in high school theater where it was like you had a character and they were like write a character analysis by monday you had to come up with your own your own whole background like you're just making it up so you know what, what informs your choices mm -hmm. i cannot even imagine how long and in-depth the character analyses must be for each person in clue because it is there's so much it's just nuts yes so the two of them tim curry yeah. Alan Khan. 
But also, I mean, here's who, we, who we've got. Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. So Chrissy <laughs> no, <wait>. thought <laughs> Leslie Ann Warren, who plays Miss Scarlet, was Susan Sarandon for half the movie. I mean, they are the <laughs> same person in this. She's great. She plays Miss Scarlet. She thought uh, a cop in the movie was Carl from Family <laughs> Matters. <laughs> Typecast. I thought she was. I thought she was like kidding, and then I found out that she was serious, and then I felt sad for her because <laughs> I was like, "That looks nothing like Carl from Family Matters." <laughs> but okay, uh, Martin Mole. Uh, it's Colonel Mustard. He's mm-hmm. good. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Pro- Professor Plum plays like like a, a almost a sex offender, basically yes. uh, a, a disgraced psych that had sex with all his patients. Yeah, Michael McKean. Uh, is is Mr. Green? He plays like the, um, the uptight guy, the guy with the glasses. That's right. Um, who else we got? I, I mean, Eileen Brennan, Mrs. Peacock is great as and well. And then, um, who played the maid? Colleen Camp. There you go. Was Yvette? But the, I mean, it's it's truly an ensemble film. Totally. There's one dude in this movie, and I didn't even have time to. Google this and see if this is true. I haven't seen this in a while. He plays Mr. Body. You know the guy that plays Mr. Yeah, Body? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's been in anything other, anything other than this. And I don't remember recognizing this as a kid. But he must have like a lot of his lines 80 yard. And it sounds like a voice that doesn't come from that body. A disembodied voice? No, like... If you like, if you came up to me and you're oh. like, "Hey man, what you doing?" <laughs> I would be like, "Whoa, I, I didn't expect that voice to come out of that you would, body." You would say, "Carl Winslow, is that you?" I, I, I'm probably totally wrong about this, but somebody watch it back and see if I. I mean, it's probably Googleable. Googleable. <laughs> What's with you and words tonight? Go- Vehemently <laughs> Googleable. Sorry, Alexa. Guys, it's, 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 t- it's late at night, guys. <laughs> It's been a long day at work. I'm, talk- I'm saying Googleable. That's not even a word. Googleable. Anyway, check his check his ADR. <laughs> he's probably. I mean, he's definitely the weakest link. There's some. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's some masterclass acting in this movie. Yes. Um. Did they ever make this into an actual stage production? Uh, I would be surprised if they didn't. I don't, I'm not 100 percent sure though. Hmm. Surprising that I haven't seen it. If so, uh, it got a seven point three on IMDb. That's it? I mean, that's pretty high. What's wrong with you, IMDb? Fifty nine percent critics on Rotten Tomatoes, but eighty with you critics. Eighty six percent audience score. So you know what's funny? As I, I've this, heard this, people say, this is a terrible movie. So th- the budget for this was fifteen million. It only grossed fourteen point six million. Oh man! So it did not do well at the box office, but it seems to have become one of those like culty cult classics. Yes. Yeah, but why do people? Not us, clearly, but why do some people hate it? I, th- this is the part that I don't understand. Is it because it moves slowly? I mean, I do admit it's a ninety movie, and there are parts until it gets going at the end, like a train. I do. Moves slowly. It's ninety minutes long. It, it, it moves like a freight train through most of the movie. No, it isn't the second half that I was paying attention to. The first half it doesn't because it's setting things up. And so, even though it is a ninety-minute movie, it's a little bit slower in terms of like it. You, millenni- let's, you millennials first they come in and, and then they have to be greeted span. and then you know. But you're you're meeting each of these like, you know, really interesting characters, right? And you're trying to figure out why are they here? Like, why were they called here? What is you know, yes. What's the whole deal? I know. At no point was I was I bored. I'm not saying I was either. Again, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here, but some people really don't like this movie, and they think that it was poorly made, and that the the best part of it is the sum of its parts in terms of the characters and the and the acting. But Did other you than like that, a poll? No. Like today or something? No, I didn't do a poll. Some people. Who are these? Some people. <laughs> who are you? Show yourself. Friends. Friends. Who oh, I you, talk to. Oh, you ask friends about it. Yeah, I was like, is anybody seeing this? Movie? Lame. Lame. Oh, just saying. Whatever. But there are people like us who are like, yes, I have. Uh, so other than the acting, um, I mean the the script is is pretty. It's pretty great. The book. It's pretty hilarious in the book. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? The in book? theater, we call the script the book. The book. Mm-hmm. 
so when this was in theaters, different prints had different endings to the movie. Oh, is that why they gave so many different endings at the end? And then I guess when it was released, you know, afterwards in, on video and all that stuff, it had they just tacked all the endings onto the end of the movie like we saw on Hulu. Well, I feel very vindicated because from the minute I started paying attention, I was like, I think I know who the killer is. And then I said one person. And then two minutes later, I'm like, actually, can it be two people? Because I think it's two people. I think it's these two people. And you were like, mm, poker face. I'm not telling you anything. <laughs> that's, that's, that's most of the fun of the movie. I know. But I felt very validated. Uh, are you, So you're good at solving those mysteries? Evidently. You're like, duh. Sorry. <laughs> we need to. You're like, oh no. <laughs> Regular Veronica Mars over here. <laughs> here I am. Uh, Encyclopedia Brown. That really dates me. I almost called you Encyclopedia Brown in the introduction of this podcast, but then every time I do, you're like, oh, you're misusing that. I don't think you know who that is. <laughs> do you know who Encyclopedia Brown is? Yeah. Oh, that was great. <laughs> Back in the day. Um. So I was asking. It, so things that didn't work for you at all. People, I, so some people that I polled earlier today <laughs> just think this is just not as boring. I was only giving it's the flip side of the coin. Some of its parts. I was just giving the flip side of the coin. Anyway, um, no, I can't think of any downsides right now because this is one of those that I need to see again to fully appreciate. I know I already appreciate on the <laughs> or line. once Shut straight up. through. Stop it. How can I trust your opinion if you have only seen 65% of it? Well, then maybe we shouldn't have recorded this podcast, Justin. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. Welcome <laughs> to our podcast where Chrissy usually reviews part of a movie and not the whole thing. <laughs> so she polls her friends <laughs> for their thoughts. <laughs> This is also why we pad the podcast with fun things like a top five. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> Next week will be a fantasy movie draft. You're welcome. So it sounds like Clue was basically a success. Yeah, the but six, I need to again, see it again. The, the part that you've seen. No, that's what uh, you keep on. I'm just saying like this is such a dense movie in terms of the dialogue and everything that happens that it's one of those that if you watch it twice maybe even three to ten times, you're going to notice something different every time you see it that you didn't see before. Hmm. Uh, some facts. Hit me with facts, Justin. Carrie, Carrie Fisher was originally contra- contracted to portray Miss Scarlet, a.k.a. Susan what Sarandon. What is with you and words tonight? Contracted, portrayed. Jesus criminy. <laughs> But she had to withdraw to enter treatment for drug and alcohol addiction. Mm. She was going to be in that role. Um, Rowan Atkinson was one of the choices for Wadsworth. I don't uh, know who that is. Mr. Bean. Oh. Um, so apparently, just this year, it, it, Fox announced that Ryan Reynolds oh, no. uh, would star in a live action remake of Clue. With um the some of the guys that did the Deadpool movies, and I was like, "Hmm, no, really? Yeah, I gotta this say is, no on this. This one. movie can definitely be done again, but it's all about the cast. You gotta, I agree. You got to get a really good cast. I don't know uh, which role would he play." Absolutely could not play the butler. That's what I was. That's why I cringed. I, I, hope, I like Ryan Reynolds, I, I but that's hope, what I thought they were considering him for. The only one that I could see him playing was the um, Mr. Green, the one with the glasses or something. So like, if we were to like fantasy draft this, who's our ideal cast for an updated version of Clue? It. I mean, it all. It mostly comes down to, to Wadsworth. Like, yeah, it does. Where, who has that kind of energy slash impish intelligence you you could go either way in terms of you know being good good guy bad mm-hmm. guy because tim curry is the kind of actor that can like i mean he was fucking pennywise <laughs> the clown guys so he was a clown 
<laughs> so, scared the shit out of everyone. I'm laughing at what just popped in my head because it makes zero sense whatsoever, and yet I'm kind of reveling in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Who>? <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. I, it might be as funny as the one I, I, I thought of. <laughs> Go you, ahead. Who did you think of? I thought of... <laughs> <laughs> I thought of Paul Giamatti. <laughs> that's not why I thought, of, but that's funny. Because I could see him being like a, you know. Yeah, I could see that. Who were you thinking of? <laughs> oh God, who? Spit I, it out, Chrissy. I thought of Eddie Redmayne because of his work in Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> his what? His work in Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> oh my God! Is he gonna like soft whisper everything? <laughs> Can you say again? <laughs> you're talking him as his character so the character from Jupiter Ascending is suddenly in the the Clue remake I don't know Chrissy but I like Paul Giamatti better like if you got Paul Giamatti who like who's gonna say no to being in Clue with Paul Giamatti (laughs) you could actually have Susan Sarandon as Miss Scarlet Carl Carl Winslow from Family Matters could be the cop. Uh, anyone from anyone with big boobs for apparently for Yvette. That was apparently like the main reason that she was picked for that role. Well, speaking of well cast, I, IMDb trivia. Uh, where, where did where did it say this? Oh my god, what happened? I don't know. What? 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 What's going on over there? You're reading on the podcast? <laughs> is this is what's happening? Keep talking, Chrissy. Um, <laughs> do, da, do I have to interview da, you for da, your opinion da, da, or can da, you give da. it freely? I was giving it freely, and but you interrupt me a lot. Oh, here we go. Three other people <laughs> that were considered for the role <laughs> I of Yvette. Jennifer Jason Lee. She was too young. Demi Moore and Madonna. No way. Oh, God. They, no. Direct, the director admitted cast. he, although he was uh, impressed with Camp's comedic acting skills, it was her well-endowed figure that ultimately convinced him, quote, there was no avoiding it, end quote. Yikes. There was no avoiding it. That's a weird thing to say. Yikes. Who says that, Double by the yikes. way? Like, <laughs> there was no avoiding it. That's so weird. Are you into secret passages in, in, in houses like this? Like if you wait a minute, if you D- had define a, your question, are you into secret <laughs> passages? I'm like, um. In this movie, obviously, anyone who who has played the board game would know as well. There's a lot of secret passages from room to room. Mm-hmm. If you were, if you, if you were a millionaire, like a millionaire billionaire type person, and yeah. you could make your own house, would you have secret passages? Would you have? <gasps> would you have a painting? Um, if I were a billionaire, I might have a panic room. Really? I might. Have you seen Panic Room? Yes. Yes. But it wouldn't be necessarily a panic room for robbers and, you know, people like that, home invasion stuff, although that's useful. I'm thinking more of like apocalyptic, we have a nuclear shower. Zombies. Nuclear shower? Yeah. I mean, geez, not a bad bad idea. Yeah, that's that's where where my, my mind goes. Like... I know there's companies that do panic rooms. Wonder, wonder how much like could they just make one of like our closets a panic room, retrofit it, and how much would that cost? A lot. Really? But it would cost more than this condo. Can probably. Ch- can we get like a, a like a, a budget, <laughs> a budget panic budget room? panic room? And maybe they call it like an anxiety room. Oh man, we well, need a, 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 a an anxiety room for for <laughs> so, some people in this house. So the panic room will cost half a million dollars. Oh, we're so sorry, we don't have that. Do you have anything else you could show us? Uh, we could build you an anxiety room, which is basically just a regular lock, and then once you get inside, there's a bottle of Xanax on sitting on a stool. Well, I hope the remake is good uh, with uh, Eddie Man- Eddie Redmayne from <laughs> Jupiter Ascending, Carl Winslow, Susan Sarandon. Your cast sounds great, Chris. <laughs> Wait, why is this now my cast? I don't understand. Well, because that's who you said you wanted in your... No? You put words in my mouth, Justin. I did not put words in your mouth, Chris. Mm-hmm. What would be your final grade for, for Clue? A minus with the minus only being in place because I really do need to see it again to fully appreciate it. You don't get a uh, INC, an incomplete, give it an incomplete score. 
I cannot, you guys. You just gave me the Eddie Redmayne <laughs> stare. <laughs> what would he say? Do you know that's like one of our le- like <laughs> least popular episodes? Is it really? Yeah. Oh no, that's what I called back to. There's a couple. There's a couple episodes. That one is is notorious. Um, bachelor party and Porky's. Well, notoriously not not very popular. Uh, I mean, you guys really should listen to our Jupiter Ascending episode because we had fun. We had fun doing we that one. Just repost that. Like, what? What is? Your, what is your guys' <laughs> problem? Number one, watch this. Number do two, it for some, listen to this. Do it for some random holiday, like. It's Memorial Day. <laughs> Listen to Jupiter Sending. Why Memorial Day? That's exactly. The more random, the better. All right. A minus. That's probably what I would give it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Like I said, um, as long as Ryan Reynolds, if he's going to be in this movie, is not Wadsworth, um, as long as the people, especially Wadsworth, is well cast and the people around them are well cast, mm-hmm. it's it's ripe for a good remake. Oh, Especially you know, after the train, what was that train movie that we didn't watch? The mystery train movie. What was that called? Mystery train movie. Oh, Murder on the Orient Express. Yes, I heard somebody told us that we would like that. Yes, but, and I was like, yes, I, I add that. My to mom my, told me that. My list. Um, so maybe mystery's back. Do you know who else we should cast in this in this cast? I don't. I'm not sure which role. Uh oh. Who? Jeff Goldblum. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> Oh, so you know what the other movie we were going to watch if, if you know, we... We've gotten it together and I wasn't going to last Vegas. What? Uh, you haven't seen Game Night yet. I have not. Ah. Everybody, we're, we're going to have to make Chrissy watch Game Night soon. I mean, that would be If lovely. you haven't seen Game Night, guys, watch it now. Yes. Before we talk about it on the podcast. But that is another movie tailor-made for Chrissy and she will love. True. Anyway, both a is for Clue. Very exciting. Yay, Chrissy. Thank you for watching Clue with me. Um, 65% of it. We will You're watch, welcome. We will watch it again soon. Um, totally holds up. Everybody watch it. Yes. What's going on next week on the podcast, Chris? Do you know? It's another fantasy movie draft, Justin. Do you know which one it is? It's the No, it's not the 80s. No, but the 80s are coming, guys. Yeah, they are. That one's coming. Hit up the 80s. So, oh, I'm so mad. 80s music. It's on the tip of my brain. Yeah. Uh... In August, uh, we got 80 and 81 probably will be coming in August. But next week, guys, is super exciting because his latest movie is hitting the box office. I can't wait to see it. It's got great reviews. Our boy, he loves running. Who am I? I don't know. You're running on our bed. But I don't know why. I'm Tom Cruise. Oh. Tom Cruise fantasy movie draft. What, what? Whoever picks Jerry Maguire wins. Period. The end. You win my heart Uh-oh, and my vote. Because he's already given her vote vote away freely. Yes. You say that for like every. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> for every draft, you're like, if Jerry Maguire is possible, <laughs> you got my vote. Basically, <laughs> it's kind of true. <laughs> like, guys, Jerry Maguire is not an '80s horror film. But but wait, I wanted Chrissy's vote. <laughs> Anyway, Tom Cruise, fantasy movie draft. We got um, a couple vets, a couple newbies, duking it out. Um, We're going to be talking about Tom Cruise movies, so that'll be exciting. Other than that, Chrissy, always a pleasure. Oh, thank you, sir. I love you so much. I hope hope you have a a grand time in Vegas. Love you, too. I hope that you enjoy having the house all to yourself, minus my mom downstairs. Watch out. You I'll be watching movies, guys. Just hang out and relax. hi rest, So jealous. Rest my, my exoskeleton that's been rapidly depleting. Your exoskeleton? My my, my back are is you a, Are you a bug? I'm a bug. I'm a cockroach, Chrissy. Look at me. Ooh, look at me. so gross. I can't do it. I'm going to go to Joe's apartment while you're gone. Oh, my God. We're gonna, no. Like, dance to songs and stuff. It's going to be great. Please don't. Anyway. I guess we'll check everyone next week. Yes, we shall. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Wait. What? We forgot something. I know exactly what you forgot, but I was waiting to see if you wanted to put it on here or not. Where can we find everyone? Where can we find on the interwebs, Chris? You can, if you're listening to this, you're listening to our podcast. Yep. And you can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Movie Geek Cast. We are downloadable on Apple Podcasts uh, along with SoundCloud. Spotify. Spotify. S- yes. 
Podbean. Go to Podfix and get your fix. Podfixnetwork.com. We're part of the Podfix Network. Yes, we are. Um, there are lots of great shows on there. There's a lot. I mean, you always have people asking, where can I find other podcasts? Go to Podfixnetwork.com. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Had to get our plugs in. We did it. Uh, and speaking of, speaking of plugs, give us a, an Apple Podcast rating review if you yeah. have it. Sure, if this is an episode where we want to say that to people, why but not? Okay, why not? Because we're like, hey, everybody, we're half assing it this time. <laughs> we only watched 65% of this movie. Did you make a list for your top five? Nope, we're gonna wing it. <laughs> Leave us a review. Squick, rip, 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 <laughs> at least we're honest guys at least we're honest we're here every week for you here to entertain in you. the trenches <laughs> keeping chrissy awake <laughs> justin does a lot of work on this you guys please leave him a review thanks guys see you next week bye this was a podcast from the pod fix network Check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.